Hello and welcome to the big show. Jim Lights and Stiff Drinks. The dive bars of Seattle. We're interested in those watering holes, roadhouses, and taverns that have a long history and an interesting backstory. But this is no conceptual exercise. We're not in Brad's garage now. Where are we? Where are we? Yeah, that's a good question. No, we are live on location is that's where we right. are. We're Damn live. straight. Field reporters. We're on location doing this live, putting down a bunch of drinks and hey now. making some bad decisions. Lead to so you regrets. don't have to. Because that's what you're supposed to do. So the place we're at this week is great. We are at the Shanty Tavern in Lake City. That's right. Historic Lake City. Historic Lake City. This place has been here since 1937. In fact, tonight, the owner, John Spaccatorelli. He's going to be joining us. Yeah. Is going to be joining yeah, us. Guest. And his daughter, Stain, is here also. In the episode. And we got the place to ourselves, too, which is really cool. So this place has been closed for a while because of COVID, but they were kind enough to open it up to us and welcome us in. So this is kind of like our Blue Moon episode where we have the place to ourselves. It's really cool just being in here. So, yeah, we're here. Let's, uh, let's go around the horn and introduce everybody. I'm Sweet Lou, as always. This is a Bob Trombley production. Bob hey putting two and two together, making uh, the whole thing go. How are we doing, everybody? Bob, you ever been to the uh, shanty? No, driven by it plenty of times. First time inside, so glad mm. to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. have we all driven by here a hundred times? Uh, hun- hundreds of times, yeah. Hundreds, yeah. If we yeah. haven't yep. come in. Jeremy's here. Hey. Been here? You, you know, I'm, I'm with Bob's, like, driven by a bajillion times, but the location right on Lake City Way, it's, like, perfect for that, right? Lake City Way is just chock full of places that you can say, yeah, I've driven by that place a thousand times, but never yeah. been in, right? <laughs> but I, I have been, and I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, though, I have pulled in to the parking lot when they were closed and peered, like, spookily into the windows like, <laughs> like a total peeping Tom, right? Because it's like, hmm, tavern, I'm all down with taverns, but I was like, oh, shit, they're closed, but I was like, you know, peeking in the windows going, well, what's this place all about? Mm-hmm, gotta come back here later or whatever. And, you know, months and months and years later, here we are. Here we are. Nice. And as always, we got to say hi to the house band, Satan's Pilgrims. Thank mm-hmm. you for the music. Mm-hmm. Satan's going to be playing a little something later on in the episode. And to my right, we got resident historian, Brad the Stash Panda. Hello, Brad. everybody. First time? Uh, I have been here before. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a while since I've been here, but I have been here before. Were you, were you boot scooting in the corner there? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't here for a, a music show. I was just... Here having a beer. Ah. Yeah, so I, didn't, I, I haven't seen any music here. Yeah, you know, this is one of those when I first moved here in 95 and was still had my small town brain on. When I came down the hill, I was like, oh, that looks like a, like a tough bar. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not a tough bar. It's a Seattle bar. We just met <laughs> John and Dana. And it's, yeah, tough by Seattle standards is a little different. Yeah, yeah a little it different. always looked yeah. like yeah. a place I'd go in. Like one time it had a motorcycle in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah, so Brad's going to tell us about the history of the place, and we'll find out whether or not it is a place that you would go and get your ass kicked. We are here, as Lou said, at the very historic Shanty Tavern in Lake City Way. The shanty is popularly known as the last roadhouse in Seattle. It was, in fact, part of an entire circuit of roadhouses that once existed along the same stretch of road, which over time, depending what area you're in, has been known by a variety of names. It started out as Victory Way, which then became incorporated into the Bothell Highway project in the early 1920s. Today, depending where you're at, the roadway is now known as either State Route 522, Bothell Way, or Lake City Way. And like a Highway 99 slash Aurora, it carries a certain seedy reputation with it. 
Now, as far as roadhouses go, and you guys all are aware of this. Wait, stop, Professor. Tell us what a roadhouse is. So I'm co-authoring a book about the Seattle area roadhouses that will be published later this year. So the way we split up the book was that my co-author, Peter Blecka, covered the roadhouses along this Bothell Highway stretch that we're on now. And for my part, I covered all the roadhouses along Highway 99. Now, the Highway 99 roadhouses were the sketchiest of the sketchy and were known for their gambling, prostitution, and hard drinking. Or the most awesome of the awesomest. (laughs) Good times. Yeah, I guess it's subjective. Or I guess it was subjective. By contrast, as Pete covers in the book, many of the Bothell Highway roadhouses were more down-home and didn't quite have the same level of vice as was seen on Highway 99. They were where people went to enjoy a down-home chicken dinner, then enjoy some hooch and dance to some lively music. So for that reason, the Bothell Way roadhouses were more similar to the honky-tonks and juke joints of the South. That was their vibe. And when you look at the, the shanty's history, you can definitely tell it's a byproduct of that local roadhouse history. The original building for the shanty was built in 1932 and was located about five miles north of here on what is now Bothell Way. It first opened as a beer parlor known as Max Shanty in 1937. It was owned by the McLeod family, first Doris McLeod, then it fell under the ownership of her son, Bill. Throughout the 1930s, the business shifted addresses a few times until 1948, when it finally landed in its current location here on Lake City Way, where we're at tonight. So, did they, like, like helicopter the building from one pad to another? Or what, what? No, no, no. They didn't actually move the building themselves. They just moved the business. Okay. All yeah. Right. And I think, have we been to taverns before where they did that, where they were originally in one location, then they just moved, but they kept the name? I know Jules Mays is like that right now. Right. Yeah, the there's a few of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've one. been to one yet, but yeah. this Shorties. one was like that. Shorties, that's, Shorties. Moved, that's a good It's example. only a block, but... Yeah. <laughs> so this was one of those. So it just moved addresses, but it kept the name until it finally landed here. Despite the address changes, it continued to operate as Max Shanty under the ownership of Bill McLeod until 1961, when it was purchased by its current owner, John Spacaratelli, who we're going to be speaking to here in a moment. John was a Korean War veteran when he purchased the place. He changed the name from Mac Shanty to its current name, The Shanty. As far as everyone knows, it has always been a live music venue where people could drink, shoot pool, play darts, and dance to music. And John has certainly kept that important musical element intact since taking over ownership over 50 years ago. In fact, for several years, The Shanty has hosted thousands of concerts as well as KCMU's annual Shake the Shack Rockabilly Car Show. One of the most remarkable things about the shanty, though, is that it has a pretty clean record. There have been no police raids, they have not ever had their liquor license revoked, as far as I know, and there have been no scandalous crime stories. Shh, don't, don't, the, don't, don't, don't let that uh, get out, man. You're going to ruin the reputation yeah, of this place. Yeah. Come on. John's it's probably the opposite be of a place I thought I could get my ass kicked. Like, where mm-hmm. were we last week? At Targi's? Yeah. Oh, watch out, Targi's. Definitely get your ass kicked there, and yeah. that's the top of Queen Anne. You might not walk yeah. home. <laughs> That's Seattle for you. You never can tell. You never can tell. It's true. Mm -hmm. So from what I can see, John has done a pretty good job seeing out of any trouble and keeping his nose clean, which is quite a feat when you consider the seedy history of this area. Even more remarkable is the amount of time that John has owned this place. As far as I know, he may very well be the oldest tavern owner in the entire state. Nice. Above all, though, is the commendable job that John has done in keeping the cultural, historical, and musical roots of this place alive and kicking through so many decades of change. And I believe it is this level of stewardship that will be the shanty's true and lasting legacy. 
And with that, I'd like to introduce the man himself. John, welcome to our podcast, and thank you so much for hosting us. So, John, you've owned this place since 1961. That's amazing. Yes. You know, I, I go pretty deep in my research when I'm researching these places, and most taverns have some kind of history where they've gotten their list, liquor license revoked or yes. police raids or something. Yeah. No. Not you, though, not that I've seen. Like, you... you Played it pretty straight and kept your nose clean. So at least in the official record. At least in the official record, <laughs> yeah. is everything. Uh, well, off- the only times I ever had any problem <clears throat> when somebody else sold some beer and uh, maybe they got caught to drinking some beer somewhere and they said, "Oh, it's at the shanty." Mm, okay. Oh, okay. So they're trying to throw you under the bus. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You never yeah. know if, because if, they didn't. Know. They didn't want to know the yeah. person. Yeah. I didn't want to tell them where it really was. Maybe it was a grocery store. Right. You know, there was small grocery stores around here. Yeah. So anyway. Why do you think they were picking the shanty? Of all the places. Well, well you don't pick your local grocery store that you, the little tiny one <laughs> in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. give it up. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah that's true. You don't, you don't get your... Uh, you just think of the first bar that comes to your name, and you're like, but oh, you yeah, the, it was the shanty. Pick on the shanty? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Man, that's just yeah. not right. That's just not no, right. No, it's not right at all. Uh-uh. Yeah. Or else they probably would have refused here, like this kid one time, and... Uh, Oh, you got a little, little annoyed said, no, about it? No, I'm not going to sell you any beer. So maybe that was the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. possibly. Any, any crazy stuff happened here over the years? Any memorable stories or, you know? Unruly patrons? Yeah. One time there was a fight outside, and all of a sudden I heard a shot. Oh, jeez. And this, uh, Was it Lou? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it was this uh, fellow I found out. He had a pistol and he shot it in the ground, which they told me, which he, he told me, that uh, that stopped the fight. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. But that's, right, a, that's the craziest thing that you've had happen is a fight out in the parking lot? That's about the only thing that I can... Mm-hmm. That's yeah, pretty good. I can't think of any yeah. craziness. I mean, no, not little, since you were kind of got right, involved a little bit. Little yeah. Meaning yeah. that you know people get very spirited in their sure. conversations. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, the only other time that uh, I had a problem was uh, there was a couple customers came in. Actually, there were three of them that came in, and a couple of my customers were sitting in. Uh, actually over this area here and they were sitting over there and uh, all of a sudden the, a fight started well the three of them started fighting in the two and I thought Jesus Christ me I'm going to get that third guy out of the way so I moved over uh, I was the next military policeman you know Ah, okay. I, I had martial arts study so I went over there and he took a couple of swings and I grabbed him you know will come along, threw him against the uh, jukebox. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and uh, put my foot in his throat and, and told him, I said, if you get up, I'll be fine. But if you get up and you take any more swings at me, then I'm going to put you down. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I said, all right, let's go. Up he went, and I kicked the other two guys out. So that, that was... You just nipped wow. it right in the bud. Wow. Yeah. 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 I didn't have to hurt anybody. Well, he was—he <laughs> was hurt by his uh, 
own way of saying that. Easy yeah. to kick my butt, but so you you are proprietor, bartender, and uh, bouncer, bouncer, all in one. Yeah, 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 yeah all in one. Yep. I'm, I'm going to turn your question on its head for a second and say, I'm looking over at the stage and the dance floor, and you surely have had a couple of musical guests that were unruly. Oh, you mean like the band that tears up the joint? And uh, well, they don't do that. I, I no, had, you mean that? Had, that'd be more the, like had, if you ever had a punk band and the crowd wanted to tear up the place. Yeah. Has that ever happened? <laughs> that wasn't really the, the only here. time I had ever had a little problem is uh, one that was harassing one of my customers. The band was harassing a customer. No, 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 no. no. It was another customer harassing one of my other customers, and, and he complained to me, and it was I was doing fine until I walked past with him. And he poured some beer on my shoulder. Oh, oops. oops. Sorry about so that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had some ashtrays in my hand, so I put them on the bar, turned over, grabbed them, and gave them a hip roll and um, threw them on the floor. So, oh! <laughs> yeah. That was the end of yeah, that. I'm sorry, in, what in did you say, days, sir? Yeah, uh-huh. In those days, or any days, you know, not now, of course, but when I was younger, you know, I still studied a little bit of martial arts. And um, so if somebody said anything, I would say, if you want to challenge me, I'll walk on the other side of the bar and I'll take your challenge. And that's where it usually ended. Is, it, is, that, is that what the dance floor is for? <laughs> settling disputes. <laughs> it's like, right? No, I, I can see it's like it's like a dojo. Well, it yeah. really is. That yeah, would be a, a great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. People is. have gotten more sophisticated though. When was the last time someone had to be kicked out? Oh, Dana. Oh. You guys. I'm thinking in the last few years, there's had to been somebody that was oh, asked to leave. I know we had mm-hmm. to kick one out here. Was it? Last was that like oh, an, an over last oh, year? Yes. Yes. The, yes. Yes. We had a uh, stand over there selling things. One what? of the bands is oh, merchandise. Merchandise, okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Halloween yeah. time. CDs and, and t-shirts he took and up stuff. This, this um, skeleton, and because the music was being played, and he was dancing on the, on the floor and had some sales things also. Oh, God, the band member got pissed. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Anyway, he told me, and, I, and then I walked over to the customer, and I said, this is not acceptable. So, anyway. So you threw him in the jukebox, put your foot yeah. in his throat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like Do not fuck with the merch. No, yeah. No. No. Yeah. no. Between my daughter and I, we uh, escorted him out towards the front door, and he walked out peacefully. Yeah. yeah. So he, he hasn't been since. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I mean, but mostly the bands are really, really nice. People. I would imagine yeah. so, yeah. There's, yeah. I think, one band that I can think of that's given us a little bit of trouble. We're more the mm. sound guy, which is just really not cool. Mm. But okay. I'm just saying that. Okay. You know, if people um, abuse our, our equipment, I remember there was one band that was a little bit abusive to our equipment, and that mm. was the last time mm-hmm. they were. Invited back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Band for life. <laughs> All right. Overall, you know, even when I had bands uh, probably 30 years ago before I started every Friday, I'd get a band in. 
uh, and there'd be no problem. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, they'd come through the door. In those days, there was no ASCAP. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. right. or CSAC. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we well, have to come on in. Yeah, and, and come on and play a Friday or Saturday night, and it would draw. Yeah. You know? Did it get, did it get a little you know, uncomfortably crowded in here? Little little hot, a little sweaty, little little too much elbowing. No, not really, because I could usually handle in those days when I was younger. I could handle fifty people mm -hmm. by yeah. myself. Yeah. And, and wash glasses too. Wow. But it's gotten to a point now uh, that uh, if, if it gets uh, too close to uh, fifty, uh, and my daughter is uh, Dana is by, um, she'll jump in. She'll help that's a lot know. of glasses to yeah. wash. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a lot well, of. That's they get a line at the bar. Uh, another yeah. beer, another yeah. beer. Yeah. Oh, I've had customers. You know, when I've had sixty-five people, when I had uh, um, uh, a party in here, and hey, I'll wash glasses for you. Well, I'm kind of sticky about my glasses. <laughs> are you going to do a half-ass job? Or are you going to yeah. do a good job? You're going to wash the inside and the outside both, the rim? I'm seeing a little bit of lipstick on this yeah, rim yeah. here. Well, you have to have a glass like you're drinking out of right now. It has to be beer clean. Yeah. If that's not beer clean, you won't get that mm -hmm. little bit of a head, you know, that's nicely on the beer, or else the beer will... Will change on you, so, mm -hmm. yeah. and the health department. You know they come and they check. They tend to frown upon that, don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, they'll check. You take this shit seriously. I appreciate that. I do too. I appreciate that. Now going back to the music. So, are you the guy that kind of books the bands, and what do you look no, for in music? Like, how does that work? I have, I have a, a customer. I guess kind of a customer. His name is John, and um, he is an ex DJ. Um, somewhat in the county or, 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 or Everett. Uh, in Everett and mm -hmm. uh, anyway uh, he knows the, many of the bands and okay. of course they follow through and they give information to John and well we'll play up in the shanty or any other place basically that yeah. can be a yeah. For you know, two or three weeks later from now or, or six weeks from now. So he's your booker? He, he, yeah, we okay. call him the, bo the booker. Okay. Right. Yeah, he's and down there. Yeah, yeah, the booker. Okay. <laughs> we so talking. he also DJs. Oh, excuse me. Oh, no. Sorry. Jump in there, uh, He also DJs down there now at Space 101. 101? Oh. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Down there yeah. at Sam Point. Yeah, so he has a new show down there. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I did the booking before John. And he's just really great. He's, mm -hmm. he's done wonderful. Um, yeah. He really enjoys music also. Okay. Now like bef people. before he was around though, were you were you the one booking bands or I were you, was. you well, were. she was yeah. okay. He was. <laughs> I, okay. I was, but I Ray was my uh, number one band that was playing here and he also knew many people. Okay. So okay. Oh, so that's kind of a kind of came I'm organic, gonna huh? jump in here. So okay, yeah, he was do. the original booker. Okay, then some years go by. And that's kind more of a, help. And then, yeah, well, <laughs> a funny little story is that, so then the music wasn't happening as much. Mm -hmm. So he had more sports teams. He, my father sponsored uh, basketball, um, baseball. Softball teams uh, and stuff. Pool, yeah. um, yeah. dart. Anyway. Okay. So it was, Tournaments. Had, had a lot, yes, mm -hmm. had a lot nice, more sports. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Leon Berman. Formerly of Shake the Shack. The proctologist. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. We're, okay. all, we're all fans of that show. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And do you oh, know yeah. Ken Jacobson, the former state senator from this district? I'm familiar with the name. So they were hanging out, I think, up at Sully's. 
Okay. So snow goose. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Kenny? Uh-huh, yeah. So Leon was like, I need some place for the Shake the Shack car show. Right. And ah, so Ken's yeah. like, hey, what about down at the shanty? You know, they've got the parking lot, blah, blah, blah. So mm -hmm. here comes the car show. And what, his what year was this? Oh. Mm, dozen years Shake ago. Shake the Shack ran yeah. forever. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least a dozen years ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it started in the yeah. 90s, right? Shake the Shack. Or? Well, but the when car I moved show to town in 95, the show was on. I think it okay. it's actually was one of the longest running like radio years, programs yeah. in the yeah. country. Yeah. I think yeah. he did it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I definitely miss that show. But yeah. yeah, we had three or four of Shake the, the oh, Shack. Oh yeah, there, yeah. See, there's we still have one poster right there. One of the years. Oh, the Shake the Shack with Billy Ball. Right, right, right. It had the ball, and then they also would on one night they had surf and then that was the ball and mm -hmm. the car mm -hmm. show so it, it took different forms sure anyway and so leon's friend ray was running sound for the car show and then he was talking to my father and then and then that picked up again and and then yeah. ray wanted to move on and so i took it over yeah. and then yeah. i needed to it pass started it on. working out and yeah. whereas ray and then she would do, um, yeah. And then the I did it, and, and then between him and her, then uh, she talked to me, and I said, "Sure." So there seems to be between everybody who's booked, John and Dana and Ray. There's Ray. a simpatico. There's a vibe, a theme that you can oh, tell. For sure. so yeah, I'd like oh, to for read, sure. Read off some names of uh, bands that have played here, <laughs> and I think just the names of the bands tell you what kind of music they're playing. You got uh, Ruby D and the Snake Holders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Wayside, uh -huh. Petunia and the Vipers, right. Honky Tonk Sweethearts, <laughs> the nice. Disco Cowboys, yep. the Perpetrators, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Moving Targets, and Criminal Code. Yeah, nice. Uh, one of my very, very the favorite. Uh, uh, the Snohomians. The Snohomians. The Snohomians. Yeah. Snohomians. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, yep. One they're, of our, they're now uh, defunct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I that love happens. their music. Yeah. They track. 50 there's gotta people. Be, there's got to be a yeah. few of those over the years, oh, right? Oh, for great, sure. Great bands, it, but no longer Well, people move away. Sure. You, you have kids. Things like that happen. Yeah. yeah. But Life I do happens. like to put a shout out for probably my favorite band, just because when I first started booking, they were always there to help me out. Philip and Knight, the Rain Arrows. Just the, the Rain Arrows. Uh, the Rain Arrows. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. the, they'll be coming back. They come What did they play? Country. Nice. Rockabilly. Yes. Yeah. John, what kind of music do you personally like yourself? What's Country, your... rockabilly, boogie well, woogie, rhythm and blues. I was raised Surf. in the 40s. John's know. a metal so guy. So big band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, when none of you were alive. Uh, yeah, I was definitely before my time. But I know in my research of Roadhouses, which this definitely has Roadhouse roots, that was the mm -hmm. predominant music yeah. with a lot yeah. of the Roadhouses. It was, yeah. uh, it was what, uh, the first um, name before it was... Um, Bothaway. It was Victory Way. Very good. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. But it, it's been it's kind of a confusing roadway because it yeah. it yeah. depending where you're at, it changes names and it's changed over the years. Right. Yeah. You know, you got Bothaway, Lake City Way, and yeah. it, it changes. Yeah. Yeah. Well State Road five. It was Bothaway when I came in. Yeah. And then uh, the Bram, he was a uh, mayor and of course he had a business before that in lake city so anyway he went and said well why don't we name it lake city way because here comes lake so city Bram, way from bram gets credit for for yeah. naming it 
No. <laughs> City? Okay. We got well, him to blame. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how it started oh, in the, uh, oh, God. The one one that was uh, as old, as, if not older than the shanty here. Across oh, the, the Jolly Roger? Jolly Roger. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I oh, yeah. looked up the Jolly yeah. Roger earlier, yeah. so that was yeah. actually. Jolly Roger. Had, yeah, you it, touched on it, Brad. It was yeah. owned by a Chinese person many years ago. Mm -hmm. And then when I took over the shanty, it was owned by Bill and Nellie, I think was their names. Mm -hmm. And they only had bottles or cans of beer. Mm -hmm. And holy chick mm -hmm. ID, I, I had my wife with me at one time. And uh, Yeah, I was reading about the Jolly Roger earlier. They were, like you talked about, Brad, when Prohibition hit, Lake City kind of boomed. Yeah, because it was far enough yep. away from yep. the city where yeah. you could Just outside have the limits, roadhouses yeah. and juke joints, and the the Jolly Roger had a like a watchtower set up, yeah. Yeah. and there was yeah. nothing yeah. developed, oh, yeah. so they could yeah. see for miles. And if the, and if cops, the cops were coming, <laughs> <along. laughs> and they, they even had like tunnels that led them down. So they said, allegedly, because That's, right, but you never actually saw them yourself, John. Right? Well, she would not take me downstairs. Oh. On the Jolly Roger. Oh yeah, you got to know somebody. Well, when I was, what out, was that like? Yeah. Card games or? Well, they had ladies down there. Oh, little, okay. little, little dorms. They they told me. Little cribs. Little. Well, I heard yeah. that there was a. Yeah. A tunnel from. Jolly Roger to a restaurant next, across the street. Yeah. Bill the Yangs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And. Wow. On, uh, Which would have been originally the escape route for people to get out of the bar in Prohibition, yeah. right? Yeah. Probably. But they were they were gambling down there and downstairs in the uh, the restaurant down below. Mm -hmm. So uh, now the tunnels. It's funny because there's a lot of historians the out ones there with that the Jolly Roger. You mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that mm -hmm. will say nope. You know, there there were no tunnels whatsoever. But yeah, I don't know when what you're I was talking out. About promoting my book for Seattle Prohibition, I talked to a lot of old timers that would come to my readings mm -hmm. and they would come talk to me afterwards and they would tell me stories about the tunnels that they personally visited. Oh, and really? I heard that from oh. several people. So yeah. I know it's anecdotal. <laughs> it, it's well, you're denying it too? What? <laughs> I, it's well, anecdotal. Yeah. I, I, I take, yeah. I, but they, I understand they, that. But, but they'd have to, those tunnels would have to be underneath from there to the end. Yeah, yeah. So uh -huh. that meant about 60 or 80 or 100 feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when, when they tore up, tore the, uh, the road up to put in sewers in that, so weren't they there? Well, I've heard that they were filled in. I don't know. Again, this See, is yeah. anecdotal, so yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, you're doing that, you're just, so you got a burned, job to do, and you're burned, like, oh, yeah. another bootlegger tunnel. you got to fill it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, or here, you leave here, it there because you another know, respect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's another story of that uh, because uh, at the Jolly Roger, those little areas downstairs, they had little rooms yep. for the ladies. That's right. Little okay. rooms. Uh -huh. Now, those ladies lived across the street. So is a tunnel a road? Oh, that's how they got to work. <laughs> You know, so, so they, they went. They went. The, uh, so they went back sure. and forth. Yeah, yeah, very convenient. So they they, See, they went back and to forth yeah. to across the street. Yeah. Not to the inn, but it later became the university. Trailer Park. Tra Trader Park. Yeah. Interesting. Was it to Trader Park then? I don't know. 
Probably but not. It, it was a trailer park when I was here in 61. So, I mean, was there a, a tunnel or was it by people walking so much that they frequented the same path like it was a yeah, tunnel? that's an interesting yeah. you know, theory about tomato that. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> but there's also been a really good story if it, if it turned out that the, the housing was the university campus uh, sorority. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> well, now you're going down a whole different path <laughs> like, there. No, no, no. Yeah. I, uh, Are you talking about my home <laughs> university where I played football at? No, oh, no, 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 no. I, no. He and I no. graduated from there, too, so we're, we're also alumni. Yeah, did, we're you, all did you play football right at the UW? Yes, I was a walk-on, but uh, okay. I was, I was uh, 26 years old when I started university. Oh, right on. Nice. Uh, right on. After the Korean War, so okay. I, I decided oh, yeah. to get a better education, and uh, I was there for a couple of years. So what Fantastic. kind of tunnels were there under the University of Washington campus? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the tunnel that you have now that goes between the bar and your neighbor. Who's, I, who's to the I south of us, John? I don't frequent the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, and for the What's listeners, it it's a it gentleman's called club. Pandora's Box, yeah. right? Well, speaking of Lake City Way gentlemen clubs, it's a good segue into the Cola Curcio brothers. Oh, what about the notorious Cola Curcio brothers? There book? is Seattle Vice. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, mm-hmm. about yeah. the book? Yeah. And mm-hmm. how the investigation went uh, FBI? Yeah. And yeah. closed them all up? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, they got shut down. What I was more interested in is just hearing, so did, you Wait, must you have known them. Are you talking about Seattle Mob? So, yeah, so for the listeners out there, Seattle's never really had, uh, like, organized crime syndicates like what we see on the East Coast. And the right. kind of exception of that would probably be the Cola Curcio brothers. Yeah, well, they were just a pain in the butt. <laughs> they were a pain in the butt. <laughs> I guess it's debatable if you could consider them a, a mob unit or not. Grilled yeah, they're by nationals. Uh, they Robert nationals. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. What was your experience with them? You, it sounds like you knew them somewhat indirectly, well, I maybe. Knew, I knew George uh, somewhat because he had my jukebox here. Oh. <laughs> That's great. Back yeah. to the jukebox. So uh-huh. there, there was no pushing of anything because I also had pinball machines by another uh, company. Yeah. So, uh, Do you remember the company that... So the mafia had the pinball racket? Well, yeah, so the okay. pinball no, machines no, were gambling devices a, back then. A, a, a Polish family, uh, oh, okay. a Jewish-Polish family. Uh, his, um, the father, he had a uh, Lake Washington property, and probably you've read about uh, him being in the Lake Washington uh, water. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah, that guy. Yep. Yeah, he was caught up in a pinball scandal in the early 60s. Yes. And I think, if I remember correctly, the details, he was, he was maybe going to testify, and then he suspiciously ended up drowned on his wash, on his Lake Washington, on his own property. Yeah, it was very suspicious. The machines. Yeah, yeah. His son, his son did the, a lot of the collection here yeah. of the pinball machines that I had, which is only two. But um, he would not enumerate uh, about his father. I met his father, I think, once or twice when he came in with him. Yeah. And they so, you know, hi and whatever. What Was uh, his name Sitchi? Yes. Yeah, Sitchi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sitchi. Yeah. So has that soiled your experience of that so much that we don't see any pinball machines now? <laughs> well, don't want those again. Well, well there was a, it was a toleration policy that was yeah. throughout the town, in the yeah. town and the county, really. 
both county, the sheriffs, under sheriffs or whatever they were, and the city of Seattle. Mm -hmm. Whoever was being uh, paid by envelope or whatever. Uh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. It takes one, one bad seed and then nobody gets to play pinball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and for the listeners out there, for, so pinball machines were once gambling machines. Yes. And oh, yeah. they were different because the, origi the original pinball machines did not have flippers. Based, rather, no. you would just pull the thing back, and the ball would go on the play field, and, and where it landed, it landed. And you what you'd control. do, you'd have your hands on the machine. Might and jostle a little help bit. Yeah. Guide yeah. It. Yeah. You yeah. guide it too hard and it tilts. Right, Tilt. that's where yeah. tilt so you came lost from. Your, yeah. You lost your nickels in Seattle or yeah. dimes in the county. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and because of that, organized crime sucking tentacles into it yeah. and uh, they became very controversial. Yeah. Yeah. So it got controversial that they outlawed it. Oh. Yeah. And is I, that I, why the Adams lost, family uh, pinball machine is so hard? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, About's got a machine in, uh, that's really cool and it's basically like it's what well, it doesn't have flippers, but it's got buttons and it's lines. It's basically like a bingo card, and so yeah. you pick the line. It's probably an old and gambling machine. It shoots machine. up and with the oh, number, and you're trying to get. Only if you put money in, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You put yeah. more nickels in, and the odds go up. Yes, exactly. So it goes up to uh, 360 nickels. It's just like video poker, where if you put in uh, 10 nickels, you can make big money yeah. versus if you just put in one or two. So, yeah. well, oh, the yeah. big difference was that they were once games of chance. Now they're games of skill. Yeah, yeah, with the flippers. Uh -huh. <laughs> and you don't win yeah. any money. And you don't win any money. <laughs> and they're no fun. You always yeah. lose. Yeah, guys have put, you know, with here, it was, it was nickels. So buy, you know, half a dozen rolls of nickels and try to win umpteen hundred games. But yeah. you don't. Mm -hmm. At the end, you'll see a bunch of uh, paper down oh, below. Yeah. You uh -huh. have to clean that up. <laughs> now, well, speaking of which, I did not see any pull tabs behind the bar. I I did have pull tabs, yeah. yes, at one time, but yeah. it, it got to a point where, you know... They're a lot of work. It's it makes not a just mess. a headache. It makes yeah. a mess. Yeah. You put the tabs up and you make money. What about punch to... boards? Did you ever have punch I boards back in the day? Oh, nice. Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Those were easier. Were they? Oh, yeah, yeah because, mess. you know, a person would say, well, no. I'll give them the punch board, and you punch out 25, and if they're a nickel, it'd be a dollar, you know, it'd be a dollar 25, and then you pull them apart, well, maybe he win, maybe he didn't, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and maybe it was 80% he didn't. <laughs> well, you know, you've got, a un you've got a unique perspective on this. Do you think gambling brings in a different kind of clientele to an establishment like this? Yeah. Well, the only uh, pulling, uh, or you're talking about maybe pull, uh, pull tabs. Yeah, the punch boards that, and pull tabs. Yeah. What pull tabs did is that it would bring the gambling uh, essence of a person trying Out? to. Oh, so they might just be in there to drink, oh, but now because yeah. the tabs are here, See, yeah. See, you, you know, going for there, it. there was uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, of course, that was the place to go. Yep. Well, now you have, oh, a place where you can have a pool tab. I can go to the shanty so, and get so, my get me so gambling on. There could, <laughs> in the beginning, maybe the bar was, say, 10 people at the bar. Maybe there was eight of them that wanted to get that 50 or $100 prize up there. So that's, that's the glory of it. But the other fallout is that... You know, 
not everybody wins that hundred dollar or fifty dollar. Sure. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like I just oh, came yeah. in here for a beer and now I'm leaving a hundred dollars poor. <laughs> yeah. So, and my wife's going to be pissed off. <laughs> my wife's going to be pissed. So I only so had... It's like you don't, you don't miss the pull tabs there. No, I don't no. because I don't have to I fool around that. with the... Oh, I, I, want, uh, I want 50 of them, John. So, you know, you have to pull out 50 out of them. <laughs> you give them a bowl. <laughs> out of a bowl, yeah. So, and then somebody wins, and I, but I, got, I want to sell a beer, too. Beer or wine, you know. And, of course, I like to talk to customers also. So, you know, you've got a dozen people at the bar, and uh, this is how it, it flowed first of all. Mm -hmm. And then later on, you know, it fell back to, you know, maybe 20% of the bar people gambling. Really? So yeah. you, you saw, even when you were offering pull tabs, like a kind of a decline in the customers who are, who are willing to, like, you know, grab a 10, 20, 30 mm -hmm. pull yeah. tabs? Eventually, interesting. eventually, you know, it wasn't worth the. That's interesting. Going yeah. up to and, and buying some more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to go to Olympia or something. Mm -hmm. You have to go to Olympia or something. No, it was uh, two miles away, and uh, oh, they, okay. they have uh, a person selling all kinds of uh, pool tabs. They were licensed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that is. Yeah, there's a wholesale place up here, just off Aurora. Uh, the one that I dealt with. Lake, yeah. Lake City Way is, you know, cleaned up its act. It's gotten more gentrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, it has. It's a tax. That's true. It's a good tax yeah. for the state. Oh, well, heck yeah. You know, you you got gambling now. You've got cards. Lotteries. Lotteries. Yep. Yeah. It hasn't, it hasn't, though. Lake City has still kept its character. Like, if you look downtown, I, I know there's some new apartment buildings and some new stuff, but it's still... Use car dealers. Still a certain level of sketchiness. It's, it's yeah. like Highway 99. Businesses. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Aurora on the lake. Yeah. 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 yeah, Lake City Way is keeping it real. Keeping it real, real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there are less car lots. Uh, I've been sure. I've yeah. been asked well, to sell. Oh, is that all now just <laughs> with pot shops? Well, that's true. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new The vice. reason why I won't sell to a car dealer of some sort, I'm tired of seeing too many car dealers go out of business here. Yeah. You, you start up here at uh, yeah. 20th and go all the way down the Lake City way, uh, it's 145th. There's a lot yep. of them that, um, you know, several that are empty. And then of course, you know, might be another person that, oh, I can make a go of that spot. So they sure. rent it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Switch hands and yeah. Now that go of it. That leads me to another question I wanted to ask you. So what about the future of the shanty? Have you thought about like what you want to see happen? It's a shanty yeah. property? Yeah. I would like to see a, a, either an apartment or a building of some sort. You know, one that has probably a little bit of uh, less uh, rental uh, to, you know, like maybe say 10%. If I won one of the lotteries, let's say $80 million, I'd build my own $20 million <laughs> place okay, here. Okay, so you'd get like some condos on here with a little cool little pub on the ground level. I would have probably nothing down here except some small businesses underneath, you know, 
Please tell me to keep a pub around here. Come on. Yeah, come on. This come is on. a shanty. You're not going to like Ground floor retail is always a loser. That's what's paying the rent. Just yeah. keep it the we shanty. Don't, we don't need another. We don't need to be We don't need a nail salon. We're not going anywhere. We don't need a massage parlor. That's what the listeners want to hear. You guys are going anywhere. We need a pub. a tavern. Yeah. No, have, have you guys had developers come in? All the time. All the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, uh, yeah. another person will call or yeah. stop by or letter. Um, yeah. Most of it's uh, by letter now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. it's COVID. Have, yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. 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 But you should be commended because so far, obviously, you've resisted those efforts and you've kept the shanty alive so I want something I, to do I, 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 I vote for keeping it for a, another 60 years because this place is awesome this is that's awesome right. yeah well he does so. have grandchildren so yeah, yeah. I have five grandchildren well, that's, that's where I was kind of thinking keep it in the family you got Hell Dana yeah. here she's obviously got a good head on her it. shoulders awesome you're, yeah yes. he's worked yeah. along with his yeah. grandfather yeah. she yeah. wouldn't want to run it another century none of my other daughters would like to run it either no no she might well, be the I only do. one. <laughs> yeah, we I can see Dana kid. running we'll it. We'll continue just, that discussion. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. You know, I wouldn't want to have her under the gun because this property is worth a couple of bucks. It's, it's high taxes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, the taxes got to uh, be crazy. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I would rather sell it out and, and um, you know in the long run, and you know take my couple bucks and sure. Yeah, maybe travel a little more, uh, not okay, much more. Maybe you haven't more. done that yet. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe go to the more states. You do uh, travel already. Yeah, and I go back to Italy again. In Italy, see, yeah, nice. Of course, I have a you know pretty large family back there. A, a villa in Italy. Have you can go to? Uh, no, yeah. No, no mafia. <laughs> you know, all the mafia is gone. <laughs> <laughs> sure, John. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean. Kudos to you for not selling out yeah. and keeping yeah. this place this, alive. This you know, this is, is this is an institution. Oh my gosh! So. Yeah. I like to see people coming in, having a good time, and I, I like music. Every once in a while, uh, one of the ladies uh, will ask me to dance. You know, which is nice. Of course, so, yeah. Uh, and of course, I, I dance. So well, maybe with one or two. Yeah. You know, and if the music is there. Uh, you, you get into it. Like That's it. why you bring the bands in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Now I get it. Now I, I get it. I like the music. Okay. We have, like, some of the country music, you know, it's got a good swing to it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Western swing. Yeah, right. Western, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that. Right. Christy McWilson, your favorite. Christy McWilson, your favorite. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Christy. Oh, yes. oh. He loves Christy. Very good. Okay. Yeah. There's so, several other bands that oh, sure, I, I can sure, dance absolutely. to, of course. None of us have seen a live show here, but we want to change that this year. So mm -hmm. hopefully this year, mm -hmm. the four of us want to come here and catch absolutely. a live show because this just looks like an incredible place to see some live music. So. It is fun. It is fun. Well, hopefully that the uh, COVID will not deter the because I can recall not too long ago when there was only 15 or 17 people that walked through the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. that we're all going to get And of course, then, then other times, uh, I've had 25 or 35 or maybe 45 or 50 walk through the door. Some people leave uh, after the first ban. Mm -hmm. not, not a lot, but it might be, you know, 25, 30%. And then the second ban comes on. And if, but if we have one ban that's good, 
we will not have like keeps them around. Yeah, he, he keeps sure. them around. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's just been slower to come back since the For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. it COVID is just so we just want everybody to yeah, yeah. feel safe about taverns like out. this has yeah. been hit hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Hit hard. Yeah, because like, I know it. Well, Daryl's another show we did at. They would have three yeah. bands, and each three band invites all their friends. So even if nobody shows up, well, that's how you get yeah. twenty-five yeah. people show up, right. or twenty people show right. up, just yeah. friends of band. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah but we really need more than that to show up. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. he has a very he has a really good relationship with his landlord. So his landlord's been really accommodating Who? during <laughs> me <laughs> he himself and him <laughs> yeah you know uh, so the landlords are real hard ass but yeah. other, other places you know don't have that luxury you're in yeah. default under the yeah. terms true. of your lease so, that's true yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's, well, it's, it's I don't get tough. paid much, but <laughs> we will be happy to uh, spread the word for you. So Absolutely. when you start having some music, we Damn will straight. try to get some some so people in here. Sorry, try to have more uh, like weekly shows. Every or? every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every Friday. Let's keep our yeah. fingers crossed that we don't have any more spikes. It is. I like good times. You know, <laughs> so do we. <laughs> so do we. Damn John. straight. And there's yeah. all my good God. times happen. You, you give me, back, you right? give me a mi minimum of, of 40 people, and, and that's a good time. That'll put a smile on your face, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's people that come in, the music is playing, you know, and I have a little jive body to myself when I hear this music. Uh -huh. I, I kind of dance by myself sometimes. Not a lot of dancing, but just movement. Um, you know, I've I've been raised uh, with um, oh African American uh, ladies when I was a teenager, and they showed me some good jive <laughs> steps, and uh, I learned from them. Keep uh, you the, keep you young. Movement, you know. Yeah. You don't have to really jump around. You can just. Uh, Slide, no, slide your feet a little bit. Oh, you know, yeah. Get that jive oh, yeah. mood. And, uh, you know, when I was 15, 16 years old, these gals, I'd go up to the Yesler Terrace uh, dancing mm -hmm. on Friday or Saturday nights when they had kids only, of course, and we'd have a ball, you know. Yeah. There was no problem. The only time we ever had a problem when we were kids, we'd go to the West Seattle, uh, oh. you know, and dance in four places. Yeah. So we'd go and hop into this oh, jalopy. It looked like a uh, <laughs> <clears throat> looked like a hearse, really. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah, remember remember the old shows, like the gangsters that had you know a bunch of guys uh, hanging around on it. The Tommy guns and the stuff. The posse. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 This guy Steve, he had one. He was just a little older than myself, but nine of us would hop into that baby oh. and we go out to. Uh, West Seattle and dance. Well, where in West Seattle, if you I remember? I where it was somewhere, at. Probably, probably in California, in the junction somewhere. Right well, there. it was somewhere where uh -huh. we'd be able to park, and then yeah. there'd be a lot of people dancing. Yeah, sure. All, all of us teenagers. Well, the guys in uh, West Seattle weren't dancing with the gals, and we were dancing with the gals. Well, we'd have to almost fight ourselves out of the place, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> to get it West Seattle's yeah. yeah. always known to be a little well, rough and tumble. So, so you rolled little, into West Seattle, yeah, stole all the girls, pull. and then left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. nice. Ballard was, was not too bad. Queen Anne was not too bad when we go up there and dance with the gals. But, you know, uh -huh. but, you know we don't like to get, get into fist fights or anything like that. <laughs> 
Uh, when we were 16, 17 years old. nobody's dancing with the girls, you got to right. do what you got to do. That's right. Yeah. Oh, they loved it. And I learned that from the time that I was 10 years old. My sister mm-hmm. was Players got to play. Yeah. Yeah my, sister, yeah. my sister started teaching me because she was going to these dances in high school. And so she'd show me her steps and how a male should dance with a, a girl. All right. So I picked up from that and... I got to be a pretty good dancer. and Sounds like you should be given dance lessons. I did. Friday nights, dance lessons? No, I did. Yeah. I uh, was... Uh, <laughs> how, are you at, how are you at line? Line, line dancing? dancing? Yeah? That's hokey. Um, <laughs> no, does anybody do that anymore? I don't know. The, uh, scoop, but no, he, no, he's a swing. The, the, the swing. Like okay, there you go. Swing. Oh, nice. Western swing. swing, rockabilly. Yeah. The slides has gotten popular years Mm -hmm. ago. That was uh, 25 years ago, I think. Were you uh, Lindy hopping? Uh, Lindy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. And Jitterbug. The Jitterbug, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Jitterbug. That's where I learned the Jitterbug with uh, the the jive with these gals and the Esther Terrace. Okay. Because they cooled me in about uh, how to swing the gals, and uh, I learned how to uh, flip them. Whoa. Oh, nice. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you, you actually flip the gal over your shoulder. Yeah. Wow. Or underneath wow. The, the legs. And wow. You, you, as as, as it go down. under your, your leg, you, you you turn over and you pick your hand up and pull them out. Oh, it's amazing to wow. watch. Wow. Oh, God. It was with fun. someone who's really good at doing that. Yeah. And if you've got but, some well, martial arts background like you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. bam, this comes in handy. Oh, I danced to all the uh, big bands. Uh, well, after the war, he wasn't uh, around because he he died in that crash. Um, Miller, uh, Glenn Miller, Glenn Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tex uh, Benneke took it over, uh, and he toured the country. And I danced to his band here in Seattle, and a few other wow. bands that came out. Uh, many, many Seattle years had a ago. pretty good music scene back then, as far as like big band music and stuff. Yeah. 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 Wow. It was, it was a pretty thriving yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was uh, many years ago. I don't know anybody know where the Palomar Theater used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I know that? Where was that? Third University. Okay. Yeah, downtown. Okay. Uh-huh. They had. Well, the same thing all is now, basically. Uh, what is it? Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Right yeah. There, well, that's like right second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had movies, and then they had a stage show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, I can tell you about one of the stage shows. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and his Whoa. father and, oh, nice. and uncle. Wow. And of course, he was just a kid then. This was back in 1941 or Sammy 42. Davis Jr. family, huh? So, you know, he was, yeah, and he was dancing around singing a little bit with his uncle and dad. Well, I don't know if it was this particular time, but it would happen to have been uh, December 7. And I, th- I had one of my uh, buddies, I think, and we went to see a movie and uh, a stage show. Mm-hmm. So we were in, in the uh, balcony, as a matter of fact, because I got in free. My uncle was the doorman. Oh, ah, score. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, there was a break. And out comes this announcer that all servicemen return mm-hmm. to their duty. Oh, boy. Because there was a, oh, no. The, uh, no shit. It was December 7th, the Pearl Harbor attack. Oh, man. So, uh, I, I can't remember the rest of the day after that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. 
crazy. Well, I know we Obviously left. Obviously a date you never forgot. Yeah. Wow. Obviously a date that you never forgot. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I'm only 10 years old. Yeah. 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 Wow. So... I can go back for a few years. <laughs> yeah, you have a pretty good memory. What an awesome story, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, uh, I, I have a fairly decent memory. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm still kind of on it. You know, I, I try to be active, and by active, meaning... He works out every day. I'm... Uh, Do you? Slinging and slinging beers like on to, Friday. I like to dance. You know, unfortunately, my girlfriend right now is uh, going to... Hip thing. Uh, she's going to hip... Uh, they can't keep up with you, man. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. It's, hard. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Life. Yeah, so they, they it's tough. go we're, out dancing. We could dance. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to go uh, dancing over in Bellevue um, Valentine's Day. They're going to have a, nice. a tree over there. With some friends of ours nice. that we dan- go dancing with. Um, and uh, it's a VFW club over in Bellevue. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go dancing there. I think it's a gender dance. I'm not sure. But we were invited, uh, you know, because uh, I'm not a uh, foreigner of war. I mean, I am, you know, the, the Korean War, of course. Yeah, uh, that It was called in late 59, it was called. In. But uh, then, of course, uh, things have happened since then. So, and here I am. Uh, still going strong. Damn straight. Yeah. 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 I said, like for I said, it, I still like to do it without you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, and, of course... I play tennis. I have a piano. I learned how to play the piano. Um, not, not like maybe some of you guys have had lessons. I don't. I started. My daughter has lessons that I pay for. <laughs> yeah. Does that count? Yeah. I can't. She can play piano. Yeah. Well, if, when, you, when you read music, it's fine. But I was 60 uh, when I started learning. So I went and bought a piano first. Yeah. My father-in-law got into piano when he was about that same age. Really? Well, he, good to him. Is he, he my age then? Uh, he's um, 88 this year. Oh, oh he's I just a kid. I've been older. <laughs> he's just a, he's just Aww, a kid. He's a cute idiot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he, he, he had already uh, sang in choir and played uh, trombone. So oh, so he's he, he was a music guy yeah. already. Uh, yeah, I don't read music. I have uh, alphabets up on my book that's easy play. Oh, nice. And yeah. uh, I know chords because I took lessons at uh, the uh, North College. Seattle Community College. Nice. And I uh, took theory at the shoreline. And some of it and I, and I can read a little bit, but not fast like your fingers need. Yeah. So. Is there, is there anything else you'd like to add about the shanty or just people to know about oh, you or your, your venture? You know, just come out and have a good time, really, is what Amen. people should do. Yeah, let's remind Amen. people to come out you know? here every Friday night for some live Yeah. This music. Friday, Epic in Reopening. Yes. Opening yeah. after two more months of uh, two months of <laughs> yeah. craziness and, yeah. and twenty months before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see yeah. bands with names like the Star Jays and the Right Girl and the West Wendell Band and Sightseer and Guardian Alien and Machine Animal. Natalie Machine Animal yeah. and Boss yeah. Rhino. Playoff Apocalypse now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to come to a cool place, all right, and hear some good music in a nice, intimate live venue this is the place to come to so we encourage our listeners to to visit the shanty you'll get entertained you'll get environment of of people around you yeah Uh, just watching people you'll get john 
lucky. Just watching people. You can get John and, on the dance floor. And, for and talking bit. to people. And you can even talk to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't mind. <laughs> as, as long as I got someone taking care of things, then I can talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, John, it was cool as hell to talk to you. I mean, yeah. you're. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, I am still going as strong as you are at your age and. You know, you're a model to live by, and it was it was great talking to you. So thank you so well, much for hosting us. Well, yeah. thank, you. Thank, you thank you very much. Thank you, John. Uh, yes, thank I, you, Dana. I hope this other people that are listening you. on, on uh, your uh, program, that uh, they would come out no matter where you're going. And, yeah. And, and, and indulge in just being around people yeah. and not yeah. be concerned anymore. Well, thank you, John. So, yeah, Jeremy, uh, <laughs> normally we talk about what we're drinking and you can talk all about the well what they're serving but tonight yeah because as brad pointed out if they're not officially serving they can't officially sell you beer well we're not officially drinking beer so, right. so that's, we're that's not the beauty of it that's right that's good and since it's a podcast you can't see us doing nothing that's so shut right. your damn mouth <laughs> that's right you can't prove anything <laughs> But come, coppers. <laughs> come Fridays when they're open, you're going to have a small selection, though. When they well, yeah. You know, we, we, we talk, but, every, but, but let's just say, like, if he was to have gifted us some beers, what would we be drinking? Oh, <laughs> theoretically. Wow, that is speaking. a good segue. Yeah. That's a good segue. You know, every episode we talk about what you're drinking, because it, it's an interesting, important part of the culture of a dive bar, right? And this is no exception. So the Shanty's got a unique selection of beer, just like most of the places, but even even Does more it so. Well, it, I'm getting into that. I'm getting into that. So oh, you can see the board. So, so all the places open. we have visited so far have a common theme, which is... Georgetown. A bunch of, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more general. More general. Think, think broader, broader, like beer-esque type shit, right? So a few beers on tap, not you know, what you would expect, and a few uh, micro-brews on tap, along with like kind of a standard fare, like a Rainier or maybe a Miller or a Coors Light or something like that. And we talk a little bit about the episodes, like, oh, well, this, this, this beer, this bar has a really great selection of micro-brews on tap or whatever, and this one has, you know, blah, 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 and all this. The Shanty's unique. It's got that real old-school roadhouse feel to it. And you walk Definitely, in and yeah. you think, okay, this is a can-and-bottle bar. Right? Yeah. yeah, old school yeah. dive bar kind of place where you There's go and it's like, on they, don't the even, floor. they don't even There's have fucking taps. Chicken and wire like, that's, that's around too, the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's too upscale. It's like, no, they're, they're going to give you like bottles of Bud, cans of Bud, you know, Coors yep. Light or whatever. If yep. you're lucky, they'll have like a third beer available or something, something snooty like a Lowenbrow, right? But but it's actually, they actually have uh, one, two, three, four taps. Yeah. So some great stuff. We're, we're drinking, uh, I mean, we're not drinking. We're, we're, we're drinking. Not hypothetically. Drinking <laughs> that, that's right. Which is, you know, a great beer from a can, which is the first that I remember canned beer from the episodes that we've done. Even though there's some, ta- there's some taps that we could uh, uh, avail ourselves to. But Actually, no, he just had the lines cleaned. Oh, there we go. That's And why. they haven't retapped them there because we go. they haven't been open. So okay. they're strictly cans and bottles yeah. at this point. Yeah. Until probably until they'll, they open they'll again. tap it up tomorrow. Having night, the yeah. lines cleaned, very, very undive bar like, but you know, okay, just yeah. just speaks to the to the professionalism of the owner. I yeah, think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, John's keeping it tight. 
But you know, so, so you know, a unique selection. We're all drinking the same beer, no big deal, or whatever. We're drinking it from a can, unique to what we've done with the podcast here. We're drinking it from chilled plastic glasses, again, unique. I don't think we've been a oh, yeah. bar that's yeah. right served from chilled a plastic chilled glasses. plastic glass. I think this is the first. Just kind of cool. I'm, I'm very just just dripping with they the history, right? Glass yeah. ones in there too, but they actually gave yeah. us the plastics when yeah. they took a, well, a look at us. Took a look yeah. at yeah. <laughs> yeah, these guys, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Jeremy didn't mention there's also like a like a top on the cup that's tight and there's a little thing you can <laughs> sip your beer out of. <laughs> So even if you did not have a little sippy cup, yep, little sippy cup feel to it. It's got a little handle on yeah. it. Yeah, but it's just it's just awesome because uh, you know, great great beer, uh, Irish Death. We all love it, right? But the the experience uh, is is something else. It's like something you're else. at someone's house and they they pull out like a can from their fridge and they mm-hmm. pour you a cup and like here you go. Mm-hmm. You know, it has that feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, absolutely. It almost to the point where you walk in here, you can imagine live. Music playing in the corner, a bunch of crowds, some people playing pool in the corner. <laughs> Walk up to the bar, or almost almost be like weird to get a draft beer. Like you know what? Give me give me a bud in a bottle. Yeah, a little more of that style. I, I could see that. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's just the uh, the choice to make. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah, I think this has to do with what they're serving. Give us an idea of uh, what's behind you. What's on the walls? What's on the floors? What do we got? Well, like you were saying, Brad, the fact that we are the only places in the joint gives us you know, kind of unique perspective of the mm-hmm. place, right? But mm-hmm. it's, you can definitely just walk in here and just feel the crowd, right? You can feel the well, roadhouse actually, kind of crowd. Mention the five box fans leaned up against the wall <laughs> by where the <laughs> band would play. That tells you something, right? It tells you something. A, a bunch of uh, uh, idle fans on the wall just, just waiting for a hot, sweaty crowd. A bunch of A bunch of rowdy country western you know, yeah. band members in the corner here just cranking out some tunes. Oh, some yeah. people boot scooting in the corner there. Some, some drunk mofos playing pool in the corner. It's like you can just, you, you can just hear it, feel it, smell it as you walk in the well, door. I feel kind of ashamed that I've never seen a show here before because this looks like an amazing place well, to see a show. Yeah, it kind of reminds sure, me of Daryl's, sure. like much. a small, intimate place yeah. where you pay a cover yeah. charge, probably like 10, 15 bucks. You're dancing in. with the band. You're dancing with the band. <laughs> and those are the best shows, that's in my right. opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and yeah. one of the first places we've been to, like, not a lot of places have a specific, um, you know, live music stage right and i am using the word stage Remind here loosely because this a is a bunch of pictures before we yeah get for sure it. we've got to post them on instagram forget. for sure for sure there there is no there's there's a stage area but it's the same level as the rest of the joint right which is pretty unique right so it's, yeah you are literally with the band yeah their band playing. is on the floor very intimate yeah. then it's the audience there's yep. no division really so i can i i'm I would love to see like a punk show here because yeah. it would get it would get fucking live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't do punk here. She told me. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, they don't. They don't. It, d- different vibe for the place. No but, circle uh, jerks. Yeah, and when you look at it too, there's um, it's it's pretty simple. It's a linoleum floor. It's got a padded rug on top of it. But look at yeah. those yep. four monitors. They've got like four big oh, professional big ass studio level. Couple big ass no, I'm just sure monitors couple for towers. Big PV stacks yeah. in the corner. A couple yep. towers amps. for the size of this room. This well, place. Look at all these amps over here, Lou. Huh? Box Can, of amps. This place would uh, rock hard. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we have to make it a point to come see a live show here. I second that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you suck at going to live shows? Eh? What? And Lou, for your segment, man, 
may I point out, this is the first Ooh, tavern we've been in. It it's does the first have. Bar that's true. It actually that has actually a, has a jukebox. It, it has the CD jukebox. But it's true. But it's a true physical yeah. Yeah. analog. Yeah. For, yeah for, first joint with an actual like flippity flip mechanical jukebox. Yep. Right? Yeah. Analog, yep. baby. Not the so digital that's a milestone. there. Yeah. And it's and it's no got Wi-Fi the, there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No Wi-Fi in here. Have your internet plan ready to go. The uh, it also has, there's some masking tape on it where it's occasionally you have to change the price, so he just changes the masking tape. Oh. On. <laughs> Three yeah. plays yeah. is 75 cents and five, uh, 10 plays for $2. And you, you know, you know there's customers that walk through the door, make make a corner around the jukebox, and are like, 75 cents, god damn it, it used to be 50 cents, who the hell, motherfucker, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean that that must have been here probably since what the nineties? Oh, early nineties. Early nineties. Yeah, sure. So you know, looking at 30, 30 plus years. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Vintage now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you made a good comment. Like I, I was just kind of joking about seeing a punk show or something here. It would be fun, and I'd come in a heartbeat. But it's essentially, country western exclusively. From what I've read and heard about this place, which is unique, this is the first place we've been to that's you know, essentially been a country bar, a country roadhouse type of bar. Yeah. And if you look at the history of that, and I don't need to tell you, but there's not a lot of that in Seattle. And there's especially not a lot of dive bar, roadhouse type places left that are honky tonk ish, right? Right. So we got, we got something very unique here. I don't think it's, it's the, uh, the, the necessarily the twangy country. That you hear on the radio, it's popular. Yeah, I think it's rockabilly more rockabilly, and rockabilly some, Americana, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind sure. of stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. So maybe some little bit of country, little surf rock thrown in there for all fun. the sons and daughters so. of Uncle Tupelo. Yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's more what most of their shows are kind of geared towards. Yeah, yeah. They have a, on the wall there. They have a bunch of flyers from some of their past shows, so you can kind of get an idea of uh, what their musical yeah, vibe is. A couple that's, of guitars, guitars on the wall. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, that's a nice, uh, nice display over on the side by the bar. It's uh, the shanty, a roadhouse. A roadhouse. Lest you forget yeah. where the hell you are. The last yeah. roadhouse in Seattle. The shanty, a that's roadhouse. Right. Uh, it's got a historic old Route 66. So this is nowhere near Route 66. <laughs> right. Technicality. Yeah. <laughs> our Route 66. Yeah, it's our Route 66. That's where the music comes yeah. from. Yeah. Yep. That's what they're yeah. saying. No, well, okay. a lot of roadhouses existed on those kind of like. Lou, Lou the joke is on you. The sign's upside down. It's 99. Ooh. Ooh nice. Ooh. Jeremy, well or played. Maybe half of it's upside down and it's through old Route 69. Because <laughs> that's how we do it. Um, 96. Yeah. Well, it's great you know, on the wall, Shantia Roadhouse. This this place definitely has that Roadhouse feel. And Brad, you, you talked a little bit about the history of Roadhouses mm-hmm. in this area and your upcoming book, yeah. which is going to be phenomenal. But this place is just dripping with that Roadhouse. Like, even if you didn't know, and Lou, you were asking, like, well, what's a Roadhouse, right? Even if you had no fucking clue, you never Roadhouse fucking told us what a Roadhouse is. Well, you walk in here and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, now I know. I yeah. know what a Roadhouse is. It's, it's this joint. Oh. <laughs> Well, roadhouses, to answer your question, Lou, so roadhouses were basically... No, nah, you don't have to answer it anymore. I like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think Jeremy uh, just nailed it. You know it when you go in there. You, you know it when you see it? Yeah, it's yeah. like porn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the famous Supreme yeah. Court case. 
Uh, no, this the people v this, Roadhouse. This, this place embraces its, its Roadhouse history, so it's very cool. And we're going to be having our book release party here. Me and my co-author. Oh wow! And, uh, he's book plug number three. Number three, yeah. And he's plugged in. He's a musical historian, so he's plugged into a lot of local bands. So we're going to have some music here. We're thinking oh, of having yeah. a hot rod show. Yeah. Oh, that'd be maybe sick, some dude. hot Hell rods. Yeah. So we got some big plans. So yeah. stay tuned. Yeah, stay yep. tuned. Nice. All right, Brad. I know you're dying, and the listeners are dying to know what a roadhouse is. Yeah. Well. Oh, look at the time. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to let's go to the bathroom, do round two. Maybe next episode. <laughs> Sorry. No, please. Go on. No. So roadhouses were basically during Prohibition. They were located outside of the city limits on Highway 99 and here on Lake City Way. So right on the other side of the uh, city line there. And that was intentional. Like on a country road. On a country it's road. These were the very city, rural it's... roads, yeah. Away from the prying eyes of the Seattle police. Right. And during Prohibition, they were basically like speakeasies, more or less. That's where people went to get their drink on and their dance on and have a night out. After Prohibition ended from 33 through 1948, you couldn't sell in Washington State, you couldn't sell hard liquor in bars or restaurants or taverns. You could only sell beer, 3.2% or lower, ABV or wine. That was it. So a lot of people were like, screw that. So what a lot of the roadhouses became is they became known as bottle clubs. So what they did, right. it was their way of getting around those laws. Bottle. You could bring in your own bottle, and they would offer and you a setup. You Coke, and you buy the yeah. tonic. And they'd you give buy you a the... pitcher of ice, a couple glasses, whatever mixer you want, and then you would just mix your own drinks while you're there, while you're dancing. It's like and... a table service at Vegas, right? You know, like three hundred bucks, and they just bring you some bottles, a bucket of ice, and like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, nice. yeah, that's what they were. Dollars. Wait, I paid for this. What? what? But and they, a lot of them, there was a whole music scene with them. A lot of them had live music, big band music, jazz music, swing, cabaret, stuff like that. So there was a whole musical scene along Highway 99 along here. Uh, and that was part of the whole attraction, too. So that was, that's basically what Roadhouses were in a nutshell. Nice. Just, just picture, picture where Swayze. we're at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Swayze. Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. Guys that spend a lot of time on their hair that are good at kung fu and tight jeans. Wait, see, <laughs> like, see, like me, you mean? <laughs> like, just he, like that. Patrick Swayze? Is he dead? He died like a year or two ago. Oh, my yeah. God, really? Oh, more than that. Yeah, or he maybe, died of cancer. Yeah. He died what like the? maybe 10 years ago. Swayze? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I think he died. I'm pretty sure he died of cancer. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, yeah it was a couple, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. All right, after that, we're going to have the house band. But Sam Elliott is still alive and kicking. There we go. a moment. Yeah. Bring us house band, come in and play us out. We're and, gonna wrap and, it up. And we're we're gonna reminisce about our, our finest Patrick Swayze moments. <laughs>